Greetings and welcome to the Cathartic Yardstick with your hosts, Ray and Mark. In this episode, your intrepid hosts take a few surveys and compete for $1 million. You know, I think surveys are fine, but I read one one time that said that 82% of people actually enjoy being cuddled. Well, if the people on my bus are any indication, I'd say the figure's more like 0%. Welcome to the Cathartic Yardstick Podcast with Ray and Mark. I'm Ray. And I'm Mark from Burbank. And I'm sorry, I stepped on you there. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this is the podcast. Um, Cigar box. And and we we are we, we are we are home, uh, maintaining social distance. And uh, it's evening. And I, I thought, well, since we haven't talked in a while, it's probably a good time to either uh, play truth or dare or do some online quizzes. It sounds good to me. Seeing as we're both naked already. We figured but the truth of the air won't get you anywhere. Yeah, we, we can't go much further. That's right. So without further ado, we're going to launch into a, a few quizzes. Now, one of these is about... Now, of course, these are all scientifically uh, developed quizzes. Of course. Uh, I, I'd and expect nothing you know, less. 99.99% accuracy rate. And since you, you had mentioned earlier in our... In our uh, the first quiz of the evening is, uh, are you old or young? And this will um, try to um, measure, our, I guess, our, our age. Are you seeing a contestant one who wants to be a millionaire by answering these 15 questions? How far can you get? No, that was the next quiz. That wasn't number one. What? Oh, Cause crap. We, we could do Sorry. That. We could do that one, too. Sorry, I have a, I have a hard time distinguishing between numbers we'll remove that in post it's called digit lexia now i want to roll it out again <laughs> broadcasting live from burbank you bet your bippy you never, you probably never watched Laugh In back in the days, did you? Uh, my, my mother would not allow us to watch uh, it. I mean, I, I've seen some of it since, but, okay. but we were not allowed. But it, it was an amazing show for its time. For its time. Smothers Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon was on it. You bet your bippy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He had Sock it to me. Sock it to me. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Yes. <laughs> All right, so do you, do you have the quiz up there? Yes, pick your breakfast. Pick your breakfast. Well, this is, are you an oldie or a youngster? I have a feeling uh, we're, we're going to end up on the older uh, side of this. So, yeah, pick your breakfast. And we have uh, pancakes, avocado toast, a breakfast platter, and I don't eat breakfast. Uh, well, I normally don't eat breakfast, but my favorite, I'm going to pick the breakfast platter. I'm going to go with pancakes. Okay, be that way. All right. Pick something to do. We have play video games, read a book, take a nap, or go to the gym. Oh, this isn't going to bode well. <laughs> <laughs> I opt to snooze. I do like going to the gym, but if I'm tired, I would much rather just take a nap. What's for lunch? Pasta, tater tots, pizza, or salad? I'm going for pasta. Me too. It's not to say I wouldn't have a salad if one were there. I'm not a salad fan. What do you do when you're bored? Surf the internet, call a friend, cook, or go to the mall. I'm going to say surf the internet. Uh, I'll go with that too. What's for dinner? Burger and fries, steak, fried rice, or I'm full? 
man. This is not all on the same day, is it? I mean, you know, I'm going for steak. I'm going for fried rice. Which- what do you <laughs> usually do at night? That's the same thing I do when I'm bored. <laughs> Go to bed or party or karaoke night or watch Netflix. Well, let's say Netflix. I'm going to go to bed. What? Oldie. Oldie? It says you're an oldie at heart. You like to stay in, chill out, and lay low most of the time. This is absolutely offensive, but it's also accurate. So, Yeah, it it really is. It's it's uncanny how good these these quizzes are. (laughs) My outrage only goes so far. Yeah, you want to do the who wants to be a millionaire question one? That was number two. Okay. Because... for those of our, our, our home audience who may not know this, I was actually on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in its heyday with uh, with Regis. Were you really? Yeah. Do, you, do I you know that? that, right? No. I, I don't know. You didn't know that? I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the show. Oh, my God. How did that happen? I just kept trying the, you know, the when they would have openings for contestants, you would call in and you'd get three questions. Uh, it was like basically like I same thing as they have in the fastest finger round where they give you four things you have to put in order um, and increasing difficulty. And if you got them all right, you would put in for a tape date and then they would take all of the pool of people who qualified for that tape date and you'd have five questions. And then what they do is, and they were pretty, pretty hard questions. And what they would do is whoever got all the questions right, they would take the people with the five fastest times, or not the five, but the however many contestants they needed, they would take the people with the fastest times, and you'd be in the contestant pool and in the studio. So you'd be one of those 10 people sitting around the circle. Oh, wow. So I never made it to the hot seat because, you know, you're there with people who were very good at the same thing you did to qualify. But it was fun. And you got a, a free weekend in New York City, and they paid for everything. They gave you money for food. They, they fed us. Uh, it was great. Oh, wow. That's interesting. That's yeah. cool. Can, can I tell you a quick funny story? Sure. Okay. Get, get this. This, is, this has to do with a television show. I wasn't on it, but I knew someone who was getting solicited to be on it. I had this interesting friend. I mean, I think we all have friends who um, you can lose touch for years and then suddenly you just, you can pick up where you left off. I mean, it's just seamless, you know? I, mm-hmm. I've got a, I got a friend like that, but it's like you talk to him and it's instantly 1975 again because he got to be 16 and just didn't change. <laughs> it's this, it's, it's, it's eerie. It's so funny, but it's, it's always entertaining. And, and his life always unfolds in these entertaining ways. And so he was talking about, he, he had talked before about his daughter you know, was dating kind of like, you know, guys who were kind of rough around the edges. And, you know, he wasn't really enthused with the guys she was bringing home. And so one day, you know, this guy's in a bad mood arguing with his daughter. And so my friend is telling him, hey, look, just get out of here. Go away. And he's really kind of confrontational. So so leaving, the guy punches my friend's car, like just <laughs> slams his fist down on the hood, put putting a dent in the hood, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, my, my friend is like incensed and he's basically going, you're going to pay for that. And the guy's like showing various digits and as he's walking away. And so my friend turns around and says, all right, great. I'll see you in small claims court. That's great. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to go after you. And so he files in small, small claims court. Well, because of the nature of the facts, you know, who is it that screens all the small claims court dockets, but like judge Judy, 
And so he starts getting really? the calls from Judge Judy, <laughs> and he's playing them for me on his voicemail because he didn't want to call her back. <laughs> but they kept calling him because they wanted to have him on the show. So I'm just thinking to myself, that'd be the kind of fact pattern that would stand out to them. Boyfriend punches car. I thought that was funny. Yeah, it is funny. Wow. All right. So once once again, from the um, the vast BuzzFeed quiz library, uh, these are contestant named Kevin Smith on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in February of 2003. Won a million dollars answering the following 15 questions. We're going to see if we can get a million dollars by going through these questions. No lifelines, although we are kind of each other's lifeline in this exercise. It, it, we can We can help each other? We can, yes. Oh, cool. we'll, we'll do Good. this as a team. Thank as goodness. Team. Thank goodness. All right, you ready? Yeah, I am. Oh, I, sh- I should have. I should have uh, cut some of the uh, "Who Wants to Be a Millionaire" music to put in the background. <laughs> There's still time <laughs> in post editing. Oh, I could. Yes. All right. So here goes. <laughs> Which one of these projectiles is normally shot from a slingshot? Stone, arrow, cannonball, mom's meatloaf. Well, it could be fatal. I think we should go for stone. Some bone. Stone. Yeah. Yeah, stone. We'll go for stone. We'll go for stone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, for $200, from 1994 to 2001, Rudy, Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani served as the 107th mayor of what city? The choices are Washington, D.C., Chicago, Boston, or New York City. Let's go for New York City. What do you think? I think New York City. Okay. For $300, which of these utensils is commonly used to stir-fry food? A wok, a crockpot, a colander, or a rotisserie. Of course, in my house, I would say telephone, right? Because <laughs> right. I just pick up the phone and that stuff is hitting the wok. Let's go for wok. Wok, yes. Okay. I have a feeling these are going to get really hard all of a sudden. They they tend to, yeah. Okay. Which of these animal names is also a term often used to refer to a spy? And these choices are white ray. They are bull, mole, flea, tiger. I think mole. Mole. Final answer. Final answer. All right. Get out of here. (laughs) $1,000. I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> Nothing could go off the rails. I don't know. We'll see. We're doing okay so far. Yeah. I, I think it, it would blow up if we got one wrong. So let's see. For $1,000, the olive branch is an ancient symbol of what? Knowledge, peace, wealth, strength. I'm going to go for peace. Peace. I was going to say something like, it's a sign that it's time to prune your tree. $2,000. A Zamboni is a machine used to do what? Reset bowling pins, shoot tennis balls, trim golf greens, resurface ice rinks. Let's go for resurface ice rinks. I agree. Okay. $4,000. The 1995 movie, The Usual Suspects. Takes its title from a famous line in what movie? Casablanca, The Godfather, Cool Hand Luke, North by Northwest. Do you I know think, it? I think Casablanca. It's Casablanca, yes. The, uh, uh, the police chief there says, go round up the usual suspects. 
$8,000 in the game Ooh. of chess. Which of these pieces is never able to move diagonally? It sounds like they're talking about me. I can't move <laughs> diagonally anymore. Kevin Smith used his 50-50 lifeline, and the options he was left with were king and rook. It's, it's rook. It's rook. So let me just read it over again, make sure I'm reading it right. Okay. In the game of chess, which of these pieces is never able to move diagonally? Never, never, never. The rook only moves in straight lines. Yes, the rook. All right, for, for 16000 on the TV series Everybody Loves Raymond, Raymond and his wife have a total of how many children? Kevin Smith had to ask the audience for this. 82% of them said the answer is three. 13 said it's two, and 5% said it's four. I believe it's three. It is three. Yeah, I think he had a, uh, on the show, had a daughter and two younger twin Twins. boys. Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right, man. 32,000. This, 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 this is easy. One of the, yeah, <laughs> well, we'll see. Go ahead. You can take this one, Uncle Mark. $32,000. What rock group is named after a gym teacher who taught at the original band members' high school? The Birds, Leonard Skinnerd, Jefferson Airplane, or Pink Floyd? Do you know what it is? I do not know. It's Leonard Skinnerd. Is it really? Yep. <sighs> Thank God. <laughs> I would not have gotten that one. <laughs> All right, now we're probably starting to get a little, little harder here. You want to just keep thirty-two thousand dollars and leave? No, let's let's go for it. Oh man, you're greedy. I am. Let's go for it. All right, sixty-four thousand dollars. The flu vaccine is not recommended for people who are very allergic to what food? Peanuts, eggs, milk, or honey? The answer is eggs. I'm thinking eggs. Yeah. Another easy one coming up here. You want to take it? Uh, okay, sure. Uh, for $125,000, anti-communist leader Joseph McCarthy served as a U.S. US senator for what state? Illinois, Kentucky, Wisconsin, Ohio. It's, a, it's a Wisconsin, isn't it? Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to click He's it. a cheesehead. There we go. <laughs> All right. $250,000. Published in 1936, the first issue of Life magazine had a Margaret Bork White photo of what on its cover? Oh, we a, were doing so good. A dam, <laughs> a flower garden, a volcano, or a lighthouse? I have a feeling it's a dam. I think it might be Hoover Dam. <laughs> Well, the yeah, so, Hoover Dam would actually be a logical one. The 30s, Depression era? Yeah. Should we go I for dam? Let's go for dam. $500,000, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free, is inscribed in the lobby of what agency's headquarters? Now, Kevin Smith used his phone-a-friend lifeline here, and his friend told him he believed the answer to be the Library of Congress, and he felt 80% sure. So the choices are what, Ray? FBI, CIA, Department of Education, Library of Congress. I would think it's logical for the latter two. Yeah. 
Should we go with Library of Congress? Let's go with Library of Congress. It's the CIA. We lost. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. But we did get $250,000. We did. You know, I... Now, now we have to oh. write to now we have to write to BuzzFeed and say how do I get my money? Yeah, I, I you know now that uh, I see that that sounds vaguely familiar. It just seemed farcical to me. Well, we have just the million dollar question, which is about Uncle Sam. For one million dollars, the U.S. icon Uncle Sam was based on Samuel Wilson, who worked during the War of eighteen twelve as what? Meat inspector. Mail deliverer, deliverer, historian, weapons mechanic. I would say meat inspector. Meat inspector, yes, who lived not far from here. Well, not far from there. Not See, far we from could, right. Got a million dollars. We only got one question wrong, and that was a tricky one. It was. I don't hang out at CIA headquarters very much. Have you ever been there? No. No. I have been to the spy museum. <laughs> if that counts. All right. Well, that wasn't bad. We were, we were, we did okay. So now what are we doing? Well, let's do one more. One more. Okay. Uh, let me just close that. Oh, I think we got to do, why, why don't we do which Star Trek character are you? Okay. Stop thinking with your glands, Bones. <laughs> um, so what do you think? Wait, wait, wait. I think I, I, I might, might be Scotty. We'll see. I might be Scotty. I don't know. Okay, Can't I do it, man. I don't have the power. I don't have the power. Okay, first question out of 12. When you were in high school, you could always be found either debating politics against the rival schools, working on the yearbook, discussing calculus equations with your math club. That was obviously me. Programming new computer applications in library, surrounded by a bunch of people at the school dance. Wait a minute, where, where are the Kowalski triplets in the airport runway? <laughs> watching the little blue lights, watching the submarine races. None of these were me. Yeah, the closest one that, that I actually did stuff was programming computer applications. I would have called you working on the yearbook. We didn't have a yearbook. <laughs> But if you well, did, I mean, it was it was it was a pretty it was a tiny little booklet. It wasn't much of a yearbook. I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna say surrounded by a bunch of people at the school dance. That's like the least inaccurate. All right. The board game that nobody can beat you at is Pictionary, Trivial Pursuit, Jenga, Risk, Mastermind, or Ouija. No, not Ouija. No Ouija. Oh, there are no winners in that game. I'm going to pick Trivial Pursuit because I don't know any of the important stuff, but the random mm-hmm. stuff I know. I was pretty good at Mastermind. I'm going to say Mastermind. Claudette and I played that on a regular basis. Something you are looking forward to being able to do in the future is... Uh, discovering cure to diseases, communicating with other species of intelligent life, becoming a world leader... Inventing a time travel machine, impossible. Exploring the galaxy. Something you're looking forward to being able to do. Oh, gosh. It's either communicating with other species of intelligent life or inventing a time machine. I mean, I'm not going to invent it. I'm just going to play with it. I'm going to say communicating with other species. 
What do you let guide most of your decisions? Garmin. Emotions. <laughs> Emotions, intelligence, logic, uh, probability of success, experience. Magic eight ball. It's always a good uh, one. <laughs> it incorporates all of these. You know, it's really funny what I've, I mean, we'll go back to the test, but what I've found is my methodology is always the same is I see what my gut says, what my emotions say, and then I triangulate it against what my logic says. Mm -hmm. And invariably one will win the debate. They'll either be in agreement or one will be stronger than the other. But if I had to give it to one, I would pick intelligence. I'd pick that too. Because that's an all-encompassing term. And experience is a biggie, too. But that's part of intelligence, I think. So is logic. You are starting a club. What is the most important thing about it? It's fun. It's exclusive and has secret rituals. <laughs> it has some sort of purpose. It offers hands-on experiences. One can only Everyone hope. likes it. I'm going to say it's exclusive and has secret rituals. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say... It has some sort of purpose. I like being special. When someone walks into your house, they will see... A collection of projects in various stages of completion. A pile of comedy movies and joke books. A very neatly and orderly place with few personal mementos. A stack of books about becoming, success, about becoming a successful leader. A cozy environment with lots of pictures of you and your friends. I think the last one. I'd go with the first one. A collection of projects in various stages of completion. They are all over the house. I would say mine is a cozy environment with lots of pictures of you and your friends in various stages of dressing. <laughs> oh, this is great. The next one is great. When you were a child, your favorite toy was Army Men, Light Bright, Rubik's Cube, Lego, Dr. Kip. For me, no kidding, Army Men. I used to collect the plastic Army Men. I used to make this giant parade. Oh, really? Place. Yeah, Army Men was the big deal. I got to go with Dr. Kip. Oh, well, that explains how come I couldn't get a solid sleep when you were my roommate. <laughs> there you go. It's science, Mark. Stay away from it. I don't care. <laughs> Turn your head and cough. Do <laughs> uh, you notice when you're young, you know, it's like doctors just can't go without like touching your front parts. You hit mm -hmm. 40, they don't care about your front parts. Now it's all your back parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I think about that. I got to reflect on that. I'm sorry. I also have to take my medical exams by correspondence. I don't want to go back. It's your best friend's birthday. You get him or her. What, Ray? Cash. Tickets to a Bon Jovi concert. A model kit or puzzle. A gift certificate. Tickets to a presidential fundraiser. Oh, wow. Well, it'd be lame to get you cash. It would mm -hmm. be lame to get you a Bon Jovi concert ticket, because I don't know if you care about Bon Jovi. I do not. A model kit or puzzle, it's possible. If I found something in robotics or something, I would get that, but that's kind of a hard thing. If I had to get something out of here, I'd probably get you a gift certificate. I'd get you a model kit or puzzle. 
Yeah. Yeah, that has more meaning. Gift certificate has more odds of satisfaction. Right. I'm going to pick a gift certificate. You pick a model. I love the models. Okay. You're like a big uh, enterprise or something. Already got it. It's a bigger it's one. City, a bigger, <laughs> the even bigger. An enterprise Full D. scale. It's full scale. <laughs> you fly it around the universe. It's big. I glued myself inside my own enterprise. <laughs> Spock, where are you? On a Sunday afternoon, you would rather podcast? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. Make contacts. <laughs> work on your projects with... Uh, work on your projects with the music cranked. Hang out in the sunshine with a friend. Watch a good movie and relax. Finish your crossword puzzles in peaceful silence. I'd watch a good movie and relax. Hmm. I'd rather be building something. Uh, I work on your projects. Yeah, I do that with the music. Yep. Gotta keep closing these ads. <laughs> I know. Your number, your number one, one use, use your the Oh, there's an echo. <laughs> All right, you go. You go. Now you. All right. Your number one use for the internet is, Mark? Keeping ahead on world news, catching up with everyone on Facebook, watching YouTube clips, researching and finding statistics, and running your own how-to blog. Well, the first three are absolutely accurate with me. Mm -hmm. But um, my number one use for the internet which I do all the time, is probably keeping ahead on world news. Yeah, I think lately I've been doing a lot of that, too. I'm going to say that. Now, 11 out of 12. This is the penultimate question, right? <laughs> it, it is indeed. I know what that means. <laughs> penultimate. The way you keep in touch with friends is... After the restraining order expires. <laughs> no, that's not a real choice. Stop it. Posting on your blog. Personal visits. Surveillance cameras. <laughs> Hang out in their, in their front yard waving at the camera. Phone calls, emails. Oh, my God. I would say, I would say phone calls. Phone calls are texts. But, of course, all my long-standing friends are in a different state. So I would say personal visits. If you met an alien, you would most likely what, right? Try to communicate with it, make out with it, <laughs> examine, examine it. it, which is a subset of two. There. Right. Start a Start war, a with, war it. with it. <laughs> Run away with it. Run away from oh, it. That. Oh, oh, sorry. Run away from it. Well, you have to try to communicate to find out if you can, if you want to make out with it. You have to try to communicate with it first, right? Right. I'm going to say communicate. Me too. All right. Are we ready to submit? Yep. Submit. Do, 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 do. Oh, get your result. Calculating. Get your result. You are Dr. McCoy. I'm Spock. Oh. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> you green-blooded hobgoblin. Well, there you go. Live long and prosper. Spock, you haven't changed at all. Still as warm and loving as always. Neither of you, Doctor, as your continued predilection for irrelevancy demonstrates. <laughs> uh, well, 
There you go. There you go. All right. Well, uh... All right, so we're going to uh, pull the plug here on recording? We are. Say goodnight, Mark. Goodnight, Mark. And goodnight for NBC News. And that's the day it was. You've been listening to the Cathartic Yardstick Podcast. Join us again as we explore how to cope with endless hours spent at home. Well, what I do is not one of the choices here. (laughs) 